the gospel reading. This morning I have a long text to read. Very, very long. And I will take my time and read it as it has been given to me. Our reading is taken from the Gospel of John. I am reading from chapter 9, verse 1 to 41. A long journey. I read. As he walked along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned. He was born blind so that God's works might be revealed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me. Whilst it is a day, night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he has said this, he spit on the ground and made a mud with the saliva and spread the mud on the man's eyes, saying to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. Then he went and washed and came back, able to see. The neighbors and those who had seen him before as a beggar began to ask, Is this not the man who used to sit and beg? Some were saying, It is he. Others were saying, no, but it is someone like him. He kept saying, I am he. But they kept asking him, then how were your eyes open? He answered, the man called Jesus made a mud and spread it on my eyes and, I, and said to me, Go to Siloam and wash. And then I went and washed and received my sight. They said to him, Where is he? And the man said, I don't know. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had formerly been blind. Now it was a Sabbath day. When Jesus made the mold and opened his eyes, then the Pharisees also began to ask him how he had received his sight. He said to them, He put a mold on my eyes, then I wash, and now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, for he does not observe the Sabbath. And they said, How can a man? Who is a sinner? Perform such signs. And they were divided. So they said again to the blind man, 
What do you say about him? What do you say about him? It was your eyes he opened. He said, he is a prophet. The Jews did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight until they called the parents of the man who had received his sight and asked him, is this your son who you say was born blind? How then does he see? His parents answered, we know that this is our son and that he was born blind, but we don't know how it is that now he sees, nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him. He is of age. He will speak of himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jews, for the Jews had already agreed that anyone who confessed Jesus to be the Messiah will be put out of the synagogue. The parents said, he is of age. Ask him. So for the second time, they called a man who had been blind, and they said to him, Give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. He answered, I do not know whether he is a sinner. One thing that I know, that I was blind, now I see. They said to him, What did he do? How did he open your eyes? He answered them. I have told you already, and you would not listen. Why do you hear it again? Do you also want to be his disciples? Then they revealed him, saying, You are his disciples, but we are the disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses, but as for this man, we do not know where he comes from. The man answered, Here is an astonishing thing. You do not know where he comes from. He comes from, yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but he does listen to, to one who worships him and obeys his will. Never since the world began has it been here that anyone opened the eyes of a person born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered him, you were, born, you were born entirely in sin, and you are trying to teach us. And they drove him out. Jesus heard that they have driven him out, and when he found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, Who is he? Tell me, so that I may believe him. Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and the one speaking with you is he. He said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. Jesus said, I come into the world for judgment so that those who do not see and those who, who see may become blind. Some of, the, some of the Pharisees who were with him heard this and said to him, Surely we are not blind. Are we? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would not have sinned. But now that you say 
we see your sins remain. The gospel of the Lord. Let's pray. Creator and healer, root of all goodness, working for your Sabbath will in the chaos of our life. Teach us, teach us the insight that gives true judgment and praises for you wherever you are found. Making miracles from spirit and more through Jesus Christ the Son of Earth. Amen. Amen. I thank you once again for giving me this, this opportunity. First, I thank God for this morning. I thank the session and then Pastor Joe and then the entire congregation. God bless you for giving me the opportunity to preach to you once again. Amen. This morning, I want you to help me to preach this morning. And I believe that you are ready to do that. The long scripture that I just read is talking about a man who was blind. And blindness is a form of disability. Disability is expensive. To become disabled is very expensive. It's expensive in three dimensions. Financially, it is not easy to look over somebody who is blind or who is disabled. So financially, emotionally, and relationally. This issue may be autism, Down syndrome, or blindness, or any number of rare unapproachable condition. We are all living in this world that those that are disabled are disadvantaged. Some of us who are coming from Africa, like if we're a blind person, it becomes so difficult for even your family to accept you. Sometimes they may think that maybe it's a case. So people don't even want to come close to you. And these are the places that you see them. Sometimes you see them on the roadside, begging for arms, expecting that people will give them something to survive on. So normally, blind people in Africa and some part of the world always move from their comfort zone to, leave, to just be on the roadside asking money from people. And sometimes when it's raining, the one that brought you at that roadside is not with you. And when it's raining, they find it difficult to even find their way back home. Disability is not, somebody, it's not something that we will welcome in our family, but they are part of life. They are part of life. But being dis- disabled doesn't mean that it's because of something that your parents have done. So the disciples ask, Jesus saw this man, and that man was blind. He was blind from where? From his birth. Now he is an old man. Now he is a man. But they said, this man was born blind from what? 
from birth. He was born blind from where? Oh, from where? I want to help him this morning. He was born blind from where? So if maybe he's 40 years, let me put it that way, or 30 years, it means he has been blind for 30 good years. For 30 good years. Even if he's 40, 40 good years, 50, for 50 years he has not seen anything. And when Christ was passing by, if you have a Bible with you, I want you to underline that statement. When Jesus Christ was doing what? He was, he was doing what? Passing by. Oh, he was doing what? Passing by. Yes. So this morning, Christ is passing by. He saw this man. And then the disciples asked, how did this man got blind? Is it because of the sin of his parents? People are curious. We always want to find the reasons. The reason why. Like especially when the, the COVID happened. We were asking, why did this, where is it coming from? Is it coming from China? Is it coming from, where is it coming from? Because we want to find the root cause. So that we can be able to tackle it. If you want to solve the problem, you have to know where that problem is coming from. That is why when we go to the hospital, sometimes we have to do some lab works. So that the doctor will find out where that problem is coming from. So the, the disciples wanted to know why this man was blind. Maybe you are going through some problems. Maybe something is happening to you this morning and you want to find why. Why am I going through this? What have I done? What is the cause of my problem? I've been asking ourselves these questions before. Why am I going through this? Why am I going through this? Why is it that this, my marriage is not working? Why is it that my child just... No, a lot of things are happening to us. And we ask ourselves, why? Say why. why? Oh, say it louder, why? why? Oh, you have said that one before? You've asked that question before. Why am I sick? Why am I not well? Why is it that my finances are not going well? Why this? Why that? And sometimes we try to find answers by ourselves. Sometimes we try to uh, apportion blames to people. We ask this question over and over. Why? 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 Why me? Why should this happen to me? But Jesus says something. It is not because of the sin of his parents. But this thing has happened for a reason. This thing has happened for a reason. What you are going through this morning is for a reason. And Christ will show up. No matter what you are going through, when Christ is passing by, when Christ is passing by, he will see you and solve your problem for you. So the, the, the disciple said, is it because the parents have sinned, that is why this man is blind. Jesus said, no. No, that is not the reason. That is not the reason. Neither does this man sin, nor his parents. But that the works of God, that the works of God 
Oh, the works of Jesus might be revealed in him. This is not to say that God caused it. It is to say God can use a tragic circumstance of our lives to strengthen us and to bless others if we are willing. Sometimes that thing might not be good. But at the end, it will be a testimony. Christ was praying in Luke. He said, God, if it is your will, let this cup pass over me. But this prayer is not my will. But your will be done. At that time, Jesus was going through a lot. He saw what was coming to him. He said, God, I decided to come and die, but I don't deserve this. This is too much for me. So God, please, let this cup, let this cup pass. But it is not my will. Let your will be done. And we all are witness to the results of Christ's death. He prayed to God that I don't want to die. He prayed, but at the end, he said, not my will. There are certain things that are coming into your life, that are coming into your family. If you wish, this thing could have not happened to you. But at the end, it's going to be a testimony. Christ's death died on the cross. And as that result, we are now can call ourselves as Christians. You are here this morning because the Son of God died on the cross. So the blindness of the, of the man was for the works of God. This morning, I'll give you some the reasons for that blindness. The man blindness gave Jesus the opportunity to demonstrate the power of God. The man blindness gave Jesus the opportunity to demonstrate the power of God. If you are willing this morning to trust God, instead of dwelling on your losses, God will use your trials and your tribulations to bless you and to use you as a witness of faith to others. The disciple couldn't see the potential. All that they see was the obvious thing that this man was blind. All that they saw was a blind man. But Jesus didn't see or recognize his blindness. Jesus thought, I'm going to demonstrate my power. If people will believe that I can heal, this is the time that I have to prove it. Your situation can be a testimony. What you are going through, if you pray to God, you can see a solution. You are seeing some blindness in your life. It is time to call for the light of this world. Christ said, I am the light of this world. So if you have the light, it will drive away every darkness. Blindness was a form of darkness. He couldn't see. But the light of Christ was with him. So for, the, for people to see the works of God, for people to see the power of God, God used this blind man to demonstrate his power. 
You have Jesus in your life. Use that Jesus. Use the name of Jesus to demonstrate the power of God for people to see. Jesus was able to heal this man. And it sets a, a center stage for people. The neighbors around him saw that this man was a blind man. How could you see? Because you were born blind. They were expecting to see the man where he was always. Like, for example, if the man used to sit here every day, this is the man's seat. And this is where he normally sits. So his neighbors, those that he lived with, because it was a community, it was like a village. Everybody knows. It's not like here, American, that your neighbor will not even greet you. Yeah, I'm, uh, sometimes I've, I'm even surprised that you see your next neighbor, you will not say hi. No, no, no. You just pass by. No. So everybody in that village, they know themselves. So they were expecting the man. They were always expecting him to sit at his, his place. So they will expect Peter to always sit here and be doing this. Now, Peter was not sitting there. They saw Peter walking around, greeting people. How are you? Oh, how are you doing? Oh, give me a hand. Oh, how are you? The blind man Peter is greeting people. How are you? Are you doing well? And they said, ah, is it not the blind man that used to sit there? No. No, he may look like him. Some say, no, he's him. And then they went to him. How did you see? How is it that now you are not sitting down there? And then he said, I met a man. And the name is Jesus. What did he do? I don't want to try that. Amen. Oh, I don't want to do what? To try that. He spit on the floor and then used a mud to open my eyes. This is non-hygienic. It's not accepted that way. And now that there's COVID, don't do that. <laughs> Amen. Now that there's COVID, please don't do that. God can use different means to heal. So he did this simple thing, and you can see, no surgery, no appointments. How much did he charge? Free? He just did that, and now I can see. And the day was not... Okay. What was that day? Was it Friday? No. Sunday? No. It was Saturday. He did that on Saturday. Oh, Jesus. This man... No. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. But the man said, I don't, I, don't, I don't care. I was blind. None of you could help me. And I saw this man. And now I can see. He was blind. I don't know what is going on in your life. But we are serving a living God. That when we invite him to your life, he can make things change. Maybe your life, people around you know who you are. They know you, that you are hot-tempered. Let's attend, then you, you know, you pass up. Let there be a difference. Let people who are around you know that you have Christ in you. There should be a change. When you have an encounter with Jesus, there should be a change. Now I can see. I'm not blind anymore. And Jesus has done it. There are a lot of people that they think that they, they have eyes to see. 
but they are blind. So they said, no, this one, no one can explain. Let us send this man to the Pharisees. Because they know the law, they know the Torah, and they can explain it better to us. So Jesus, they sent that blind man to the Pharisees. That you are the people who are experts when it comes to Torah. Is there anything written in the Torah that a man could let somebody who is blind see? And the Pharisees said, no. In fact, the day that this man performed that miracle is a Sabbath day. And it shouldn't happen that way. So that man is not from God. That man is an evil man. People that are expected to know better. People that are expected to know better, they don't even know that this man is the son of God. Before I bring my sermon to a close, I am going to straight to my um, second point, that is the, the sixth stage of the group around them. The neighbors, therefore, and those who saw that he was blind before said, isn't this he who sat and begged? Others were saying, it is he. So others were saying, he looks like him. Please, it is not something funny. It's hard to know that what to think when someone you've known for a long time has transformed, has a transforming experience. You've got to be kidding. What is happening now? Have you ever known someone who is in years past was wild and reckless and now a matured and responsible adult? It happens. Thank God. But it is hard for us to accept them. It is hard for people, like right now, to accept certain people in our lives because we have put a label on them. This person is like that. He was a thief, and we, we always expect that we will see him stealing. So when he comes out, no, I'm, I'm not a thief no more. No one will accept that person. It is very difficult to accept people when we know their past. It's very difficult for us to accept people if really we know their past. We always put label on people because of their past. So when they saw him, they, they, they have seen him, but it is not his present condition. They are still thinking about his past. He was blind, and they want him to be a blind person. No matter how people see you, there can be a transformation in your life. You can change. You can change. There are certain people in this world that when they come out to, to tell us that they have changed, we will not agree. We, we, nobody will agree that indeed they have changed. Because that is a tag that we have placed on them. That is a tag that we have placed on them. And the Pharisees, the religious authorities, they question him over and over. They question the man who was blind. Were you born blind? They said yes. And then they even called his parents to ask. They called his parents because they did not believe. A miracle. If you believe in Christ, there can be a transformation in your life. If you believe in Christ, Christ can do a miracle in your life. This morning, Jesus Christ is passing by. He wants to do a miracle in your life. The, the things that we are struggling with certain things in our life that sometimes we think there's no way. But if you're able to surrender it to Christ, 
Christ can make a difference. They, so they said, no. The religious authority who were supposed to understand such mysteries, they, they sent for the Pharisees. You, could, you, you can guess what is coming. They proved to be a blind as others. Even though they can see physically, but spiritually they were blind. They were blind. The Pharisee questioned the man, and he told them the same thing. He told everything else. He put a mat on my eyes, and I watch, and I see. It's simple as that. But things of that nature was not happening at that time. This morning, I want you to know that there can be a change. Maybe you are sick this morning. Christ can heal you. Maybe you are going through financial difficulties. Christ is here to help you. No matter what you are going through, just surrender to Christ. He's ever ready to help us. In our difficulties, he's still ready to help us. I want to invite you to pray with you. I don't know what you are going through. I don't know what you are going through this morning. But as Christ is passing by, he will set an eye on you. We are serving a living God who is able to do everything. I want you to close your eyes wherever you are. You know what you are going through. Some of you, it might be sickness. Some of you, it might be a problem in your family. Some of you, it, it might be a problem at your workplace. Some of you, it might be a marriage issue. Some of you, do you think that this one, I will live with it. This sickness, there's no way I will be healed. But this morning, Christ is in our midst. And I believe that the Spirit of God is here. Jesus Christ is here. I want you to just pray to yourself. Ask God. Now, God, come into this situation. Come into this situation. You have done it before. Come into this situation. Open your lips and begin to pray. Invite God into that situation. If you are sick this morning, I pray for you in the mighty name of Jesus that you will not live here with your sickness. Christ will heal you. Maybe you are going through trials. Just say something to Jesus. Now, God, this is my problem. Come to my aid. Come to my aid. Strengthen me. Let there be a miracle in my life. Maybe you have not observed any miracle in your life before. This morning is your morning. Just ask something and Christ will do it for you. As he did it for the blind man. He is here to do it for you. I want you to pray. 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 Say something to Jesus. Maybe you are not able to see that big picture, but our Christ is in our midst. Christ is in our midst. We are serving a God of love. He loves us. That is why he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. 
If you are sick this morning, I pray for you. Any part of your body, I pray for you. May you receive healing. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Maybe you are going through financial difficulties. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. May God intercede in your behalf. Maybe it's about your family. The family is going through a lot. I pray that a God of love will show love to your family. God of peace, we thank you this morning. We bless you for giving us your son. We thank you for your word. It's our prayer that as you are passing by this morning, you will see us. You will see us and you will see our problems that we are going through. And you, God, will come to our aid. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that anyone who is sick, may you receive your healing. May you receive your healing in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now we continue with uh, prayers of the people and then the last prayer. 